Welcome to this week's End of Days Update. Coming to you from Byron, Mississippi. We're having such a great time here at the church. We've been here Sunday through Wednesday. Last Wednesday night, we had a wonderful time there in New Mexico at Choose Life Church. People are so hungry, had a wonderful time. We're coming to you every single week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically uh, the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, because the rapture's signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. So if you, if you see the setup for the second coming, and the setup for what happens just after the rapture, it tells us we don't have a lot of time le left. You remember Jesus, he said, hey, you can tell what the weather's gonna be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. He, he never rebuked the crowd. He rebuked the Pharisees over and over and over again. The only thing he rebuked the, the crowd about was not knowing the time. So that's why we get into this. And I hear people go, well, you're talking about an escape theology. No, when you see the finish line, you run faster. So there's something about knowing how close you are, just like in a football game. If it's a two-minute warning, you know you have to make changes. You've got to accelerate. You've got to think differently at the, than the beginning of the game. So once we look at these things that have happened around Israel, it shows us, wow, Jesus is just about to come. How amazing the king that we sing about, our king that we worship and honor, we're going to see him face to face. So let's look at what's happened this last week. Probably the biggest thing was the International Atomic Energy Agency came out again. Remember last week we talked about they've never been so urgent because Iran stepped up with its second phase of centrifuges and getting ready to go into a third phase. This was in Natanz. And then they announced, they announced this, so they're even going to do it at Fordow. So Israel came out this week saying, wow, they're literally six weeks to six months away from having a nuclear weapon. So that's a game changer. In the midst of that, you had Iran firing uh, drones and missiles at Saudi Arabia once again. Saudi Arabia used Patriot batteries to protect themselves. So Iran's doing proxy work in the meantime. Also, it looks like Iran was the sponsor of the bomb that went off in India, New Delhi. It was at the, the Israeli embassy. So Iran's got its tentacles here and there. And if you looked at all the stuff where they are in Syria, why Israel's had to preemptively strike them over and over and over again. I mean, it's been five strikes in the last few weeks because of the convoys that keep coming down into Syria. So Israel has to keep them at bay. So I'm intrigued at the verbiage you hear coming from Jerusalem Post and Debka and other places about how serious it is because Iran is cozying up to Turkey right now. Turkey came out this last week, said we're going to reassess our uh, relationship with Iran, and that's the big deal for the Ezekiel 38 war. When you see those coming together, I remember when I first started shooting the end of day's update, the Lord said, pay attention to Turkey. Turkey has systematically aligned itself all the way around Israel in Libya, in Syria, working even with Jordan, and on the northern part of Syria with the Kurds, and then out in the Gulf, not in the Gulf, but the Mediterranean Sea with Greece, so with the uh, oil uh, places there. So, so it's weird how Turkey's gotten away with this. Same thing from shutting down any kind of free press. They're shutting down a mentality of, hey, we want to go after Israel. Remember what I said about Turkey the other day? They said publicly, which was totally insane, that Jerusalem and the Temple Mount belongs to Turkey. Just like the Palestinians this last week said that Big Ben belongs to Palestinians. I mean, that's just the weirdest thing because... Bible talks about the Antichrist will come on the scene. He'll try to change dates and times and history. And you see that crazy mentality coming forward right there happening again. So why? There's so many things leading up to the coming of the Lord that it's uh, intriguing to see how blatant it is. This last week, you had China do exercises that they were basically doing bombing runs on an American aircraft carrier in the South China Sea. That's a big deal because the Bible says that China comes over the Euphrates River 
at the second coming because the Euphrates River's dried up. There was an article today about Turkey, what Turkey's doing to dam up the Euphrates River. When I read that, I was like, oh my God, because that's exactly what happens right there at the second coming. So you have a lot of things happening politically in Israel. It looks like there's all these sides coming against Netanyahu. So it'd be intriguing to see how soon they have some elections. But man, the setup is there. There were some really uh, interesting archeological digs showing that the Temple Mount could be in the city of David. Uh, based on Shiloh. Some real stuff's going to come out soon. Pay attention to them finding new places for where the Ark of the Covenant was because you got Jordan this last week coming against Israel again saying you can't do any renovation work on the Temple Mount. But I think something's going to happen really soon to show up some new places where the uh, Ark of the Covenant could have been and the Holy of Holies could have been. And it's going to make things easier for Israel to start having the Temple. So wonderful times pointing to the coming of the Lord. Many things of pressure all around Israel, especially the stuff about Iran and their nuclear capacity. You had America's uh, CENTCOM general meet with the Mossad again because this Iranian thing was so big, met with him for a couple hours the other day before he left. So there is a concern that, you know, Iran fires a missile into Israel and all kinds of stuff could break loose. So aren't we blessed to have the technology to see the setup for the coming of the Lord? So what do we do? We always look at the scripture. Number one, Israel made a nation. Number two, Jerusalem went back. Jesus said, the generation that sees those two events will not pass away to all fulfilled. So you got the Hebrew language restored, Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You got 172 different species of predatory birds. You got fish showing up in the Dead Sea. You got the ritual baths around the Temple Mount filling up with water. Foxes showing up on the Temple Mount. You got the Sea of Galilee filling up with water. All these things pointing to the coming of the Lord. The, the Temple Mount Institute ready to have sacrifices. It's amazing. Uh, all these groups in position, men will be lovers themselves, we have selfie sticks. So you have all the tangible signs pointing to the return of the king. How exciting is that for the church? Jesus said, lift up your heads. Your redemption is drawing nigh. But then after that, you've got the blood red moon. So Passover and Tabernacles, radical to have signals. Then you had the Bethlehem star. First time in 2,000 years, you had Mercury do a flyby of the sun. The moon formed a sickle. The planets formed a sickle. And uh, Orion changed its instrument to hammer. So you had hammer and sickle on the same day. So Jesus is about to come back. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor, get the message out. This is all hands on deck. Jesus is about to come. We get into all of this because he loves you so much. He wants to bless you, wants to strengthen you, has great things for you because we're about to see the king face to face. Man, have a blessed, awesome week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good week. Thanks for joining us today at the end of day's update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the edu and we'll see you next week.